you would, would you turn to the book of uh, Revelation? The 18th chapter. Revelation, the 18th chapter. When you get there, say amen, please. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Most gracious and heavenly Father, eternal God, our Father, in the midst of it all, Father, we lift up our hands unto thee, and we cry out to you, Lord, for our continuing salvation. Father, we bless your name, and we give glory to you. And Father, we want to thank the assembly for the praise that we've given up to you this morning. Father, we Thank you for that. And Father, we just ask right now that you would just continue to look over each one of us, our families, our jobs, our security, whatever the situation is that we need in our lives to keep us protected. Father, we ask for that. We ask for your guiding pillar, Zion, Mount Zion. Father, we ask that you will continue to keep us in the way that you would have us to go that you will continue to see fit to bless us even when we deserve being cursed, Father. We thank you for your love toward us. Because while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You sent your son. That a wretch like me and all the world might be saved. Whosoever will, let him come. The invitation is given. And Father, it's up to us, those that are called, those that are chosen, must be faithful. Now, Father, we thank you for that. And we ask that you continue, Lord, to look down on this earth, help us through this madness and this despair that we ourselves have placed ourselves in as a team called mankind. Father, we give thanks to you and we thank you for your mercy and your compassion. Your compassion faileth not. Your mercy is anew every morning, Father. You load us up, up with benefits daily. And Father, we thank you for that. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the book of uh, Revelation, the 18th chapter, we're going to be dealing with the desolation of Babylon. We've been in Revelation, this is the third uh, segment of it, and then we'll be moving on from there after today until God returns us back to this book. I want us to bear in mind that Matthew 24, 14, you don't have to turn there, but if you want to, you can. Uh, I started it off last week with this, uh, the last time that I spoke, and I want to start it off again with it. Matthew 24, verse 14. And I want to reiterate this, that, I'm going to read verse 13 also, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel, not any gospel, but this one. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. The gospel of the kingdom, it says here. It didn't say the gospel of man or the gospel of the church, but the gospel of the kingdom. So we want to make sure that we're in line with the right gospel here. Because the church can look like anything. But the kingdom is what it is. And he says when this 
gospel of the kingdom is preached. He shall be in come. Book of Revelation, the 18th chapter says, And after these things I saw, what things? What is he talking about here? Well, remember when we spoke, we talked about how the great whore of Babylon in chapter 17, how John marveled at her. That great whore is the false religious system and she's destroyed in the latter part of Revelation 17. And verse 18 is a continuance. It says, and after these things. In other words, after this religious system of falsehood is destroyed. Then he says, I saw another angel come down from heaven having great power and the earth was lightened with his glory. An angel is a messenger of God. So if the messenger of God came, then he doesn't come without a message. Always. If the angel come, they come with a message. Gabriel came to Joseph and Mary and Elizabeth with a message. The Bible says that he had great power. So whatever that message was, it was a strong message because it came with great power from the angel. And that message, that great message that came from this angel says that the earth was lightened with his glory. So whatever that message was, it was going to enlighten the earth. And it was going to do it in a strong way. See, the thing about man is, is that you have to get man's attention sometimes with a strong hand. Man is a unique specimen. He wants to do right sometimes. But as Brenda was talking about last night, about Paul. Paul said, but yet I'm still calm. That was in his early days of conversion. Before he could get to that point where carnality had been submitted in him. He was under submission, but he hadn't got there yet. So he was speaking about that in the seventh chapter of Romans. But here, this strong message that the angel brought, it enlightened, it gave enlightenment to the earth about God's glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great said that it's fallen not one time but two times. And it's become the habitation of devils. And the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Hmm. Babylon. Babylon, the name Babylon originates from the word Babel. Y'all remember in the Old Testament, the Tower of Babel, it means confusion, Babel. Babylon symbolizes unified false religion, sorcery, astrology, and look at this, rebellion against God. The Bible says in the book of Samuel that rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. When we rebel against leadership, God's leadership, that's the same as witchcraft to God. That's strong. That's real strong. Rebellion. When we rebel against God's word, that's witchcraft. That's sorcery. 
says that when this false religious system, when it failed, it failed two times. First, it failed physically. That's the first thing that's going to happen to this mainstream religion out here that's preaching this gospel of get my stuff and preaching this gospel of look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor. See, the first thing that's going to take place is that's going to be eradicated. Because what's going to happen is people are going to find out because God is going to enlighten them. Notice that he came with a strong message. He's going to enlighten man to the level of understanding that that ain't it. That ain't what kind of gospel? This gospel. That's the church's gospel, but it ain't this gospel of the kingdom. No, God didn't say tell your neighbor. He said, I'm telling you. He, he, he dealt with us one-on-one. He didn't tell us to look to nobody else and tell nobody else. When you look at this book, this book is a mirror. You ought not be able to see no further than self. But see, what we like to do is, we like to hear the word of God and look at somebody else. So when, well, a lot of times, you know, we get in an uproar and, 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 and we say, amen to this and amen to that. But really we're saying amen to somebody else's fault. And not our own. Ain't that right? Let's be honest. Because that's the only way we're going to get healed is that we're going to have to get honest. So the first place that it's going to fall is in the physical. That's the first place this Babylonian false religious system is going to be taken down. And then it's going to fall again in the spirit. Because it's not going to be prevalent anymore. See, see that thing is a spirit. And it runs deep through the veins of people. If you don't believe it runs deep through the veins of people, you try to take a Baptist person out of a Baptist family. And I've heard them say, look, I was born a Baptist and I died a Baptist. But that ain't biblical. But that ain't in the Bible. The Bible don't speak of denomination. So all that part of this false religious system. And what it does is causes division among the body of Christ. That's what it does now. Because one over here got their little doctrine and they say, we right. So another one over here got a tongue-talking doctor. They say they right. Yeah, they do now. Another one over here got a rolling on the floor doctrine. If you don't do that, they say they right. You know? They come up, they touch on the forehead, they fall back. If you don't do that, you ain't saved. But all the Lord ever done was spoke the word. And said, by your faith, you'll be here. It's just that simple. When we keep it simple, God can work in simplicity. God said, if you just have a faith of one of these little ones. Just the faith of a child. You know, a child. child believes in that which is over it. It'll do what? Because it looks for protection. Somewhere we lose that innocence along the way, don't we? So when this thing falls, in the physical and in the spiritual, the Bible says it becomes the habitation of what? Devil. Uh-oh, this false religious system. See? They're already in there now. They've been there the whole time. And I can prove it to you because we've heard it before. That demonic man was sitting in the congregation the whole time, going to church every Sunday until Jesus stepped in there. And then he screamed. Oh, son of man, have you come to torture us and torment us before our time? He's been sitting there the whole time, listening to the word. But it wasn't until the spirit of the living God came through and destroyed that Babylonian system that was there. But that demon was exposed. Been sitting there the whole time. Why? 
وبالدخول الورد الفلاني الظاهر معي شيء فارغ بين الورد قال خطا الله يذكر مثلا يا جماعه هذه هي بسكور بلا في حاله بالليل يشوف يا مرحوم الليل يشوف هنا يعني هون لنا You take that t-shirt off, you put fire to it, smoke him up out of there. He'll come up out of there with buckshot all in. 22. He's going to come up out of there if that smoke get up in there. And when that holy water get on a person, that's when that devil starts squirming. Because the devil is afraid of the authority of God. He don't like that. He don't like it. That's why he don't want us as men and women of God to stand in the power of God. Because when we stand in the power of God, you don't get a whole lot of followers. And let me tell you something. Church, any time you run up on people that's talking about a church up there, it won't be long before they talk about you too. So my question is this, what part of you lay Amen. Why, 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 you know what I'm saying? What part do you play in these conversations? Or do you tell that devil, look, shut up, devil. Get me here behind me, say. See, Jesus was being free, but Jesus had no problem telling that demon that was in Peter. And Peter just had to hold him that he was the Christ. And Jesus just had told him, look, bless the Lord, did reveal this to you, see? And then in the next sequence, 50 minutes behind me, say, you see how he did? Put it off. A double-minded man is not stable at all the way. And every one of us at some point in time is double-minded. That's why, how can one team look at the other team and both of them in the pot? Jesus didn't say one and excluded the other as if one needed salvation and the other didn't. So what part do you play in sinfulness? I mean, I'm, I'm, all I'm doing is trying to get up and take a look at us. Because as long as we read the word and look at somebody else, we're standing in the judgment of our own self. Because judge not so that you won't be judged. You gotta train your mind to love instead of judge. The Bible says, every foul spirit is the hold of every foul spirit. Not only is it a habitation of devil, but every foul spirit. And it's a cage, that means it's a stronghold of every unclean and hateful bird. That means that bird represents your faults. Church folk can be some evil people. Can I get an amen now? Very evil. Talk about you, try to kill you. Evil. Grin in your face and kill you. Stab you in your back. Can't wait to get you down there. Just like a roach bug, like used toilet paper. Throw you down the toilet. It's tight, but it's right. I'm just telling the truth. Through the word of God. Bible says it's going to become every, see this, devils, foul spirits, and a cage for every unclean and hateful bird. But the thing that gets me is that all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Now that's a lot there. First of all, first thing that we have to see is that all the nations, remember we, we said that every nation has a religion over Remember? For those that, that haven't been here, you know, and you missed, you know, you might be a little lost, but Try to catch up if you want a CD, I can get you one. Or you can go online. You can go online on Facebook, on our uh, uh, House of Destiny Christian Assembly. 
on Facebook, or you can go on our website and you can hear the other messages and catch up. Our website is thehouseofdestiny.org. Now, it says that all the nations and the kings of the earth have also committed fornication with her. Remember we talked about how the White House, the people in the White House, they claim to be Christian, but when it comes time to do that which is right, they always, they got God on this side, but they try to satisfy man over here. Amen. So they pass laws that are against God, don't they? See, that's the king. The kings are those that's in charge. They, they know they need to be doing right, but they're scared about what their contingents, constituents are going to think. So what happens is, is that Jesus has told us, you can't serve two masters. But we try to anyway. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacy. Has not the world, the merchants of the world, trafficked? And became rich through the false church system. Have they not? It's all commercialism now. Sell this, sell that, right? But did not Jesus say, I'm talking about when this gospel of the kingdom is free. Did not Jesus Christ say that my house shall be a house of prayer, but you made it a den of thieves, talking to those people that were money changers? And we talked about the money changes. Whether it's a dove, or whether it's a CD, or whatever. If you're changing money, you got to be careful about that. And know how far to go with that when you're in the house of the Lord. Because that thing can actually consume you. And that's all you think about it. Okay, what can we sell next? So you'll start thinking about commercialism. Now do you get to understand how the false system is in effect in the church? We're talking about Babylon. And many of us are sitting in Babylon within ourselves and don't even know it. And all of us are at some time or another. But see, the thing is, is that the word will get us straight. And if we take heed to the word, it'll keep us straight. It ain't a sin to go there. It's a sin to stay there. Amen. See, that's what a sin is, is when you stay there. Ignorance is not a sin unless you continuously stay ignorant. Because ignorance is simply not knowing something. It only becomes a sin when you refuse to do any better. What I'm trying to say, church, is we have to fight. We make mistakes, but we have to fight. And we got to fight as a team. This is not, no man is an island unto himself. There's going to come a time when everybody going to need somebody. But we get a little strength, and we think we don't need Nobody. We think we got it all going on. We get a little strength. That's why every once in a while God slapped us. Just to keep us humble. Because I told you, man is a weird specimen. He's uncanny in his way. He get a little strength. You know, take the train of wheels off. Now you don't know what you're doing. Same thing when you feed him. You know, he get a little get about that high. You don't know. He just she don't know. No, I'll do this. And then make a mess. But there's something good in making a mess. You learn how not to. In time. God God knows. He knows how to turn it and make it. Look at verse 4. Revelation 18, verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, "Mm," all these voices from heaven. Saying, come out of who? Come out of who? Who is she? The false religious system. Come out of that church thing and get into this kingdom thing. That's what it's saying. That's all it's saying. Come out of her. Who people? Uh-oh. 
talking about folk, God's people. He said, come out of this false system of religion. Mm-hmm. And be and that ye be not partaken of her sins, the sins of the church, and that ye receive not her plague. Let me give you an example of false religious beliefs. In Genesis 1, 5, 8, and 13, you don't have to go there, you can write it down. You'll see, and in its own, through them too, on all the days, God said that the evening and the morning was the first day. The evening and the morning was the second day. The evening and the morning. He always put you the evening first. We backwards. We put the morning first, right? God does it the other way. See, see, God sees us in our best state in the evening. And then he works from that. You understand? And the evening and the morning was the first day. And the evening and the morning for the second day. And the evening and the morning for the third day. And so on. I'm just going to show you how we've been caught up in theology, religious, false religious mentalities. And we think we're right. But we're not in line with the word. Now I want to give you some knowledge here because I don't want my people not to know what God's word is saying. Sunday, today, is not the Sabbath day. This is the first day of the week. Everybody know that. They know anything. Sunday is the beginning of the week. But God First of all, he finished all his work and on the seventh day, this is what God did. Genesis 2, verse 3. Because I don't want my people, see my people represent my teachings. And my teachings represents God's teachings. And I don't want nobody not having a full understanding. Now we're talking about come out of Babylon, my people, right? So in order for us to come out of Babylon, we got to come out of that mindset of ignorance that we're in, okay? So let the Holy Ghost teach you what you need to know. Genesis 2 verse 3 says, and God, verse 2, uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 2 and 3, it says, and on the seventh day, God ended his work which he made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. He rested, right? And God blessed the seventh day, right? And sanctified it. We're going to get back to that word, sanctified it. Because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. This is the Old Testament. Judaism. Old Testament, the Jewish calendar, this is how the Sabbath day, the seventh day, runs. From 6 o'clock Friday to 6 o'clock Saturday. You can go to the room on the tournament day. You can ask any Jew. From 6 o'clock Friday to 6 o'clock Saturday is the Sabbath day. That's the seventh day, Saturday, okay? Remember, the evening and the morning was the first day, second day, third day, and on. The evening was six o'clock Friday, and the morning, the next day, and then the other one starts up at six o'clock. You're going into the next day, okay? How are you with me, sir? I'm trying to teach you. Now, on, on the seventh day, God said he sanctified him. Look at the word. The word of God says in verse 3 here that 
And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Okay? Y'all see it? Now, the word sanctified in the Hebrew, because the Old Testament is written up in Hebrew, the New Testament is written up in Greek and Aramaic. Okay? Are you with me? Jesus Christ spoke the Aramaic language. Not the Arabian language, but the Aramaic. It's a dialect. It's a semantic dialect. The word sanctified it in Hebrew is pronounced Yekwadish. Okay? Y-E-Q-A. D D I S Kudish. Okay? Ye Kudish. Now, it means to worship the Lord. So when you see God bless the seventh day and sanctified it, what God is telling us is that we are not to do physical menial work. But we are to worship him on that day. Okay? Sanctified it means to worship him on that day. Alright? Do y'all understand with the property of a learned person up here teaching y'all? Because I don't want my people to be ignorant. Because it's going to reflect on me. And if it reflects on me, then it's going to reflect on what I'm teaching from God because I know that I'm giving you the right teachings and a revelation. And I'm showing you these things in the Bible. So God say, come out of Babylon because you see, many of us think that Sunday is the Sabbath day. But you see, Sunday is the first day. That's a Babylonian, that's a false religious system. But, Here's the thing. God says in the New Testament that we're under grace. We're not under the law. So he said, let no man judge you by holy days or Sabbath days or any of the holy moon or new moon or any of them. You know, all those some things that they did in the Old Testament. He said, don't let nobody judge you because you're under a whole new system of grace here I'm going to die for you so this thing can be made easy. Well, if we don't have to make a pilgrimage all the way to Jerusalem every year to let somebody walk in and cleanse us from our sins. But all we got to do is walk in on our own. Because the bishop of our soul is already in there, Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. And he'll teach us and he'll help us and he'll show us the way if we accept the word of God. There's an order in the church. And anything that goes beyond that order causes disorder. There's a vision, and then there's that vision. There's only one vision and one visionary in the house. And if anybody else has another vision, then they got to go down somewhere and start that vision up. You got to start your own house. Ain't that the way that goes? Why? Because a two-headed monster. How many heads in your house, Robert? Oh, one. One. Ain't but one visionary in that man's house, or in that man's house, in that man's house, or in my house. In one visionary. You bring another person up in there, two kings in the same house, ain't gonna work. You you got a mess up in there. Huh? See, God put a king over each house. But when Absalom comes on the scene, see, he won't take King David's place. But Absalom wound up getting killed, did Touch not my anointing. And do my prophets no harm. I'm scared of God. 
Respect your leadership. If you don't respect yourself, respect your leadership. Because God might have mercy on you if you do. And teach you how to respect yourself. He might. I'm being honest. This is how we keep peace in the house. This is how we learn. See, when we come through that door, we don't come through that door to get positions. We come through that door to get God. And if you get God, God will be the one to promote you. If you let God do it. But when God starts trying to promote you, don't you get Don't do that. Because you'll be cut down. Never to rise again. You'll have to go somewhere else and rise. So you got to be careful how you play yourself. Don't play yourself ignorant now. Don't let the graciousness and the goodness of God. Don't let the devil play on your mind. Don't do that. Don't do that. So you see how Jesus is speaking over in the New Testament through the angels. He said, look, tell my people to come out of Babylon. Come out of those ways of thinking. Because those ways of thinking are not correct. But the ways of thinking I'm trying to show you in the word of God. Let's go back to the book of Revelation. Look at verse 7. Chapter 18, verse 7. I'm going to speed it up somewhat. And how much have... Are we there? And how much she hath glorified herself. See? What she done? And lived deliciously. You got folk that's done become so high in God till they can't even fix their own plate. Lisa Long carried their own Bible. Every once in a while a man needs to carry his own Bible, you know, as he comes to the pulpit just to keep himself home. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? You know, like the, the Bible says that she glorified herself. You know. Oh, we got this great big sanctuary and we got how many members you got? We got about 10, 20,000 members. Yeah, but God didn't tell me to make members. He told me to make disciples of men. He'll do the membering, you know. So, out of all the members, how many disciples are there? See, that's, what, that, 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 that's how you gauge your effectiveness. The Bible says, then, they live deliciously, verse 7, so much torment and sorrow, give her. She has given a whole lot of torment and sorrow. For she has in her heart... She has said in her heart that I sit a queen mm-hmm, and am no widow. See, she thinks she married to Christ. That's what she thinks. That's what the church thinks. That mainstream religion. See, in their mind, they married to Christ. See, but she said, and shall see no sorrow. But God says in verse 8, therefore shall her plagues come in one day. Death, mourning, and famine. And she shall be utterly burnt with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. First Peter 4.17, judgment begins in the house of the Lord first. And now the time comes, he said. And God says, strong is that judgment going to be when he hit. And the kings, verse 9, of the earth, who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her, they have, because they commercialized the church, they're going to bewail her, and they're going to lament her for her, when they shall see the smoke of her burning, see, because that's messing up their money. Oh, we hate this. You know, we hate this when you go to get these things right here, and it costs 500 and 600 and 700 dollars. Don't they bring it? And I looked at that and I said, oh, God, no. I said, okay, what we'll do, we'll go down here and we'll buy some lace, didn't we? $3 lace. And do the same thing, just as good. You gotta have some sense. You think I'm gonna pay just to have that up there, four, five, six hundred dollars? Or y'all money? But see, that's some folk that's gonna hate it when they can't sell that stuff no more. That's what the Bible talking about that. I'm breaking this thing up for you. I'm trying to get you to see. 
what Christians supply and all that is business. And they overpriced business. All for the sake of God. I'm just being honest now. I'm trying to help y'all. I'm not up in there trying to Jew y'all. I'm trying to help y'all people, man. But look what they're going to do when she starts going down. They ain't going to put no money out to help her. Ken says, standing afar off, that's them, the merchant. For the fear of the torment, saying, alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city. See, for one hour, one season, is that judgment comes. See, she's a mighty city because there's a great encounter with man. That word city means an encounter with. See, that encounter that they have, that people have, with this false religious system, that thing is strong. My mother did it. My daddy did it. Now, you say, that thing is strong. It's generation after generation after generation. It's hard, but you got to be good to break that thing. That's why they killed Jesus. Because he was messing with their generational way of doing things. Chapter, verse 11 says, And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man do what? Buy her merchandise anymore. See, ain't nobody buying from her no more. And the merchandise, the merchandise of what? Gold, silver, precious stone, pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, scarlet, and all fine wood, all manner of vessels of ivory, all manner of uh, vessels of most precious wood, of brass, iron, marble, cinnamon, odors, ointment, frankincense, wine, oil, fine flour, mm, wheat, beef, sheep, horses, chariots, you know, slaves, and the souls of men. Look at it in those two verses. Everything you see there is in the Old Testament for the Christians. You know anything about the Old Testament? Everything that I just read, I read from the sheep and the beast that they used to uh, uh, present sacrifices on the altar. They used They used the ivory, they used the gold, they used every bit of it for the priesthood. They used the cinnamon and all of that, the odors for the perfumes. They used every bit of it. See, he's talking about the church. But he's talking about the falseness of the church. But he said ain't going to be no more souls. I mean, ain't going to be no, 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 no more of that soul in them. Verse 14 says, And the fruit of thy soul lusteth after are departed from thee. Mm -hmm. You know. Oh man, I'm going to get a word from the man of God this morning. And they brought up in the end. And they get me crashing all around. You know how they do I'm going to get this. I'm going to get me away. You all come with words. But look at the word here. It says that. It tells, it says here, and the fruits of thy soul lusteth after, and the fruits of, and the fruits that thy soul lusteth after. Or departed from thee. See, they be lusting to come to, to come through the door, waiting on somebody to tell them a prophetic lie. They be lusting for that. Amen. Come on up and get your blessing. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they be lusting for that. That's what he's talking about. I'm talk Man, y'all know God knows I'm telling the truth. I'm just he's right here. It's right here in this book. It says that that's going to depart from thee. And all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee. For thou shalt find them no more at all. And the merchants of these things, which are made rich by her, uh-huh, shall stand afar off, fear of her torment, weeping and weeping. And look, what they, look, look here. And saying, alas, alas, that great city, that's that great encounter of religion. And look what she clothed in. What? Find what? That means she's representing herself to be pure. Don't the church folk be pure? But she's a fake. But she's still parading like she's the real thing. Look what she called in, the great city, that great encounter that you have with this false religion. If you got it with them, 
It said that she was clothed in fine linen. She claimed to be pure and proper, which means that she had supreme rulership. Woo. And scarlet, that word scarlet there means that she had the seed of God in her. She had God's people in her. But they were in sin Amen. because they were in Babylon. And debt would go. Oh, she had the spirit of God, she says. And precious stones mean that she had the thoughts of God. And pearls means that she had the luster of God. So she's sitting there and she's claiming to have all this going on. But remember now, John saw her sitting on the beach. Remember when, when, when the spirit took him in the wilderness? He saw her, that same one that's been destroyed, sitting on the beast. He saw her. But he said, now, but now they're crying because, see, she ain't there no more. Them ten horns done tore her up. Verse 17 says, For in one hour so great riches have come to nothing. Mm. And look here, verse 17. Are y'all there? I want you to look something here. And every shipmaster, you know what that is? If the ship represents your soul, the shipmaster means leadership of the false church. Those are the shipmasters. And every shipmaster, every leader of the false church, and all the company in ships, that's the souls, the father. And the sailors are the living entity within the soul. Because everybody got a living entity in them. Because when God breathed his spirit into man, man became a living soul. And as many as trade by the sea. Ain't that what the church do? They trade by the spirit? They, they all stood afar. They ain't going up in there. Not now. You're on your own, great city. And they cried when she saw, when they saw the smoke of her burning. Oh, they hated it. What city is like unto this great city? Oh, Lord. He was a great man of God. I hope we got that up. I think it picked it up. It picks up every night. It picks up the mumbling and the everything. You see, a lot of y'all don't know that thing that pick up everything. That's a bird. It'll tell on you. That thing pick up everything, man. You see there, you know. I be listening to it. When I go back over, I yeah, that's old so-and-so. Bucket. That thing will tell on you. It pick up everything. I guarantee you, you'll hear her. And you'll hear her clear. I guarantee you. That ain't no joke right there. That thing. Right there, boy. It'll pick it up. <laughs> it says in verse 19, and they cast dust on their heads, crying, weeping and wailing. See, they, they, they were just going crazy now. Alas, alas, that great city wherein were made ripped all that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness. For in one hour is she made desolate. See, they were made rich by her. They, they, were, they, they were made rich by her. But the Bible says that we are to rejoice, verse 20, over her. Doubt heaven and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. Because she's been a, a great hardship on us. And a mighty angel, ooh, he was mighty. Took up a stone like a great millstone. You know what that great millstone means? Great hardship. God is saying he's going to bring a great hardship on his own church because they're living in falsehood. Why would he do that? Because that's the only thing that's going to break them out of it. Because I told you man is a peculiar specimen. He don't, you can't break him too easy, but he can be broken. All horses can be broken. Some just take more than others, more things than others to break. But I stand accused that, and I'm guilty. I know that all horses can be broken. 
in time, he'll break you down. Great millstone. It was cast into the sea. That word sea there we know means spirituality. See, he cast that hardship into our spirit. Thus with violence shall a great city Babylon be thrown down and shall not be found no more at all. Going to take it down with violence. Look here. Here's another designation that we're talking about the church. Look here. And the voice of the harpers, aren't the harpers in church? And the musicians, aren't they in church? And the pipers and the trumpeteers shall be heard what? No more at all. In where? They're going to knock her off. And no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee, for the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. In other words, won't be no more hardship heard in her, because she ain't going to be existing. But verse 23, and I'm almost finished. I got about two more scriptures after this. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. The light of the candle. He's talking about the church. Go to Revelation 2 5. And look what he said to one of the church, seven churches. Revelation 2 5. Talking about this candle. He said the candle light won't be found no more in her. Didn't he say that? All right, look at Revelation 2 5. Are we there? Look what he said. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and do what? Uh huh. He's giving us a break here, giving us a chance. And do the what? Remember how it was? When he was on fire to do things for God? And now it seems like you're sometimes running on regular? Look what God says. He said, Repent. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen. Remember where you were. Look at where you are now and repent and do thy first works. Or else, he says, I will come unto thee, what kind of way? Ooh. And will remove what? Out of what? Except you do what? He's talking about the church here. Didn't he say the candlelight wouldn't be found no more in her? Over here in Revelation, Chapter 18, verse 23, and the light of a candle shall shine no more in her at all in thee. You see it. And the voice of the who? Oh, who the bridegroom? Jesus is. He's the one going to marry us to him. Say the bridegroom. In other words, the voice of Jesus ain't going to be heard no more. In that old false religious system, old Babylon, once he put that thing on it, I'm just giving you the word. Not only the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride, which is us, shall be heard no more at all in thee. How many know that we're going to be married to Christ? Has anybody in here got any doubt on that? Or do I have to show you in the book? Because if i got to show you everything in the book, I'll show you in the book everything. Just to make it clear. Sometimes you ought to read and know for yourself. Read the book. You won't have to keep in grammar school all the time. You know, read the book. Read the book. For thy merchants... Were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorcery, wow, were all the nations deceived. Okay. Prayer clock. Sorcery. You remember? Old Simon the sorcerer? He tried to buy the Holy Ghost. One of them passed, I don't know whether it was Philip or Peter or somebody blind. Might have been Paul. One of them passed and blinded him. Sent him out to young for the sea. Because he thought he All you got to do, get one of these and send me. 
This diamond already here. This here got my sweat on. Because the Lord has been good to us. Now, let's look at verse 24. I got two scriptures left. And in her, I'm pretty well on time. And in her was found the who is where? In that false religious system is found was found the blood of who? And of who? Mm. And all that was slain upon the earth. Okay? All right now. For true and righteous are his judgments. For he had judged the great whore, which did corrupt the earth with her fornication. Hey, girl. And has avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. I want to thank the Lord 